Ivy and the CIA, an interview with Sarah Morris. Hi, Sarah. So good to see you and have you on our podcast. Welcome. I'm Sarah. I'm excited to be on your podcast, Ivy, because I met you at a very, very unique uh, point in my life. I I would really consider it to be a turning point. So you kind of always will hold a dear place in my heart just because of the way we met and where, yeah, um, and where I was mentally, um, finally for the first time in a long time. So when you, um, when you asked me to do this, I got, I got pretty excited. Sarah, my name is Dan. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'll be getting to know you along with our audience today. So as you, as we ask you questions, you answer those questions, I'll learn more about you and your life and what you do. Um, but to start with, I am curious, what do you do for a profession and is that profession there what the relevance might be to our audience? If they hear about what you do, they might go, ooh, how could they might, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my husband and I own a gym in Snohomish, Washington. It's called Wild Style Gym. Um, it's a, uh, it's a, we offer a few different programs, but it's built off of a martial arts program. So our goal is to empower as many people as possible through martial arts and fitness. Um, you know, 2020 has been a crazy, crazy year. And uh, initially, we only offered training to people right here in Snohomish. Um, but due to the wildness of 2020, uh, we we actually went virtual. I was telling Ivy within about 24 hours of the first shutdown in March of this year. And um, it's been pretty cool because now we're actually able to reach people in back in Maryland who used to train with us. And we have people training with us in Hawaii and people training with us in Texas, which is really, really cool. Um, so we, uh, we've been doing fitness and martial arts um, for other people for a really, really, really long time. And then right about the time that I met Ivy, We were working on a possible project to finally get to really do our own thing. And, uh, and, and it came to fruition and, um, we, we opened wild style gym. Let's see, March 11th of 2020. I was telling Ivy, we had just hit, we hit our, had our one year anniversary, March 11th of, excuse me, opened March 11th of 2019, had our one year anniversary, March 11th of 2020. March 12th, we hit 200 members, which was just super exciting because we, we moved from Maryland to Washington, Snohomish, to open this, this gym, and we didn't know anyone in this town, and uh, we were pretty excited. We were able to make it happen, and then uh, we hit 200 members, and then that following week was when, uh, was when everything began to shut down. Um, so it's, it's been a crazy, like, if you had told me that this was going to be our first first year obstacle, you know, and a, a worldwide pandemic, I, I would have never believed you, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a wild ride for sure. So wild style, I yeah. am only familiar with that name because of the Lego movie. Does it have any connection to that or is it something completely different? Not to the Lego movie. So we've got an amazing partner. Um, he's, a, he's a wonderful man. We would have never been able to pull off this project if it wasn't for him. He happens to be a huge fan of graffiti. And um, we were introduced to him through a mutual friend. And when Jason came out to discuss the possibility of, of this project happening, um, he got to know John a lot. And uh, John's a, a super humble 
really like behind the scenes sort of guy. Um, but again, he's a, he's a huge, uh, graffiti fan and, um, he actually just did a super cool, um, uh, documentary on, um, graffiti and the history of it. And he just opened, um, a graffiti gallery here in Snohomish, Washington. It's beautiful and amazing. If you're ever in the area, you've got to come in and check it out. I mean, just crazy pieces. These guys are talented. Um, but he, uh, we would have never been able to pull off this project without John. And John wanted to really keep the fact that he was kind of like part of this much more mellow and, and just kind of let Jason and I do all the focus. So Jason really wanted to represent, we really wanted to represent John in the business in some way. And uh, Wild Style is actually a form of graffiti. So he came up with the name, um, Jason came up with the name Wild Style when, when figuring out how to incorporate John's love of graffiti into um, the gym. So that's where Wild Style Gym came from. And uh, we've got a super cool piece, like uh, our Wild Style wall is this big, beautiful Wild Style mural that when you walk in, it's kind of one of the first things you see to the right. And um, we had a phenomenal artist come in and do it. He did it. Um, the Saturday before we opened, um, and, uh, we had no idea really what he was going to do. We just knew that we wanted some, some sort of piece, you know, that, that represented wild style graffiti and, uh, would represent the gym. And we picked him because not only is he a phenomenal artist, but also he's got a couple nonprofits, um, that he uses to help underprivileged youth express themselves in less get in trouble, go to jail sort of ways, which is pretty cool. And, uh, and so he's, he's super talented. He really represents a lot of what we're about, which is just empowering others and, and helping your community. And uh, the wild style wall has really just come to be like, for us, something that really represents that. Not to mention he did it in three hours. Like he started at 8.59 on Saturday morning. And this piece was, it's probably like 15 feet long, just all from his brilliant mind off the top of his head. It just super wild style. It's crazy. So that's where the name wild style came from. <laughs> and that's great. We, uh, the reason Ivy invited you on the podcast, obviously she really likes you, but we like to give our audience access to people that they may never come across in everyday life, right? Like you live in a different place than Ivy and I. And, mm -hmm. um, so people might hear you today and think that sounds really cool. And they may want to reach out to you for whatever reason. Now that you're doing virtual classes, that's awesome, right? They may want to be interested in that. They may live in your area and want to do more. But we really wanted to accomplish something that I think the initial intent of social media, which was connect people right through the mm -hmm. network of friends, uh, let people uh, like learning, have new friendships that form and networks that grow yeah. and things like that. And really, we're all about helping people live their best life. Right. And we've realized that the way people can do that is not just, you know, like read a book or watch a video, but sometimes it's to like come across somebody like yourself and they may connect with you in a unique way. You may say something unique, or you may say something that they've heard five times, but when you said it, there's something about the way you said it, that they connected with another piece of your life. And that may lead them to take an action that they wouldn't have taken. And then their whole life changes direction. It's much better because of this interview that we're doing right now. So to kind of jumpstart what we're going to talk about today, they're kind of random questions, but they're just to get to know you a little bit better. So my first question is this, um, if I was a genie and I could grant you just one wish, what would be that wish? But I want to give you a couple of rules. One, you can't wish for more wishes. That's cheating the system. And you can't wish to become the genie or the wish giver because 
that's also cheating the system. So really we're looking for something maybe that you're like, oh, that would change my life. So we're good. (laughs) Okay, good. So what is that? What would be that one wish that I could grant you and why that wish? You know, as, as sad as, 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 as like, as much as I hate to say it, um, it would really be like financial freedom. Um, I, and I say that not because I want to stop working because I think that's part of financial freedom, getting to do what you love and, uh, and, and, uh, and be able to help others. And, and that's why I would really want that financial freedom would be so that I could like not feel nervous about how many employees I might be bringing on or not like be able to take time with my children and not worry about like, is this week going to like set me back or, um, being able to have, like, I I feel like time is something I'm always working to, uh, to make more of. (laughs) And that, that seems to be like my never ending battle. Um, and I feel like, financial freedom is, is what would allow me to do that. What would allow me to like place trust in others so I could continue to build more of this thing and, and allow me to have more time so that I could give more of myself to help other people. Um, cause ultimately that's, that's what I love to do. But at the end of the day, you know, you still have to be able to pay the bills and you still have to be able to put food on the table. And, uh, and so I, I'd like to get to a place where I could just do whatever, whatever, and not worry about how finances were going to affect it. I hear you. There's a lot of people that want that as well, because they want to feel they can have their own time to, to pursue what they want. They can work on their own terms yeah. not because they have to. So who, who in your life influenced you to the person you are today? <laughs> Absolutely. My husband, he's, um, he's amazing. He's, uh, he makes me laugh harder than anybody. He helps me to like, I'm a very, um, I'm a very like straight and narrow. Like I, I, I like to, I like to be able to plan for things so I can look forward to them. He helps me to kind of like be able to be a little bit more spontaneous. Um, he believes in me when I don't, um, I, uh, we, we would not be here in this position we're in today with wild style Jim if he hadn't continued to believe in us. Um, even in the time that I, I was struggling with that. Um, prior to having kids, I was wild. Like wild just keeps coming up. Um, like I, I went to Maryland on a whim. I, uh, one of my buddies who I had grown up with since seventh grade, um, kept telling me to come out to Maryland and, and see this cool project that him and his buddy were working on, um, which was soldier fit. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're in, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. And they've, they've done a phenomenal job. So they, uh, I kept, I kept saying, no, no, I'm happy. I was living in Southern California at the time and um, I was living it up and I was young and wild and single and all that good stuff. And um, one weekend they flew me out to see what they were doing with Soldier Fit. And my husband, Jason, was um, coaching, I think six or seven of them getting ready for amateur fights. And uh, so I got to meet like all the fighters when I got there. I got to see what like Soldier Fit classes were really all about. And I, I loved what they were doing. And, um, I, 
I went back home and uh, I was like, I don't, I don't even know where Maryland is, but I really loved what they were doing. And I might not get an opportunity like this again. I guess I'll go be a trainer in Maryland instead of California. Let's go. And uh, I jumped in my little red car and I dashed across the country and two and a half days with just me and Lady Gaga. And, um, and uh, that, that was what made me through that drive was the Born This Way album, just on repeat all the way from Southern California to Maryland at the time. Um, but like, I was able to just do what I wanted when I wanted. Um, and then we met and I found myself crazy passionate about the industry that I was in. And we really knew that one day we wanted to do our own thing. Um, and we started kind of working towards things like that, but we still had a lot of, of learning to do. Um, and then once we had kids, once we had our first child, I found like this part of me that all of a sudden was much more fear-based than I'd ever been. Not out of like, I was so worried about being able to put food on the table that I, I couldn't like, I couldn't bring myself to focus in one place and, and make the jump, even though we probably would have been ready then. Um, so definitely my husband, just because he's, he's helped me to, uh, be able to see the light in a lot of situations. And, uh, like I said, he's believed in me through all of it. He's lifted me up when, you know, other people might not. He also helps me kind of like, see, I might not be looking at something in necessarily the best light. So he, uh, he impacts me in, in, a, in a number of positive ways that help me to keep growing. And he has pink hair. He does! So, My unicorn, man! <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah, if you could travel back in time to visit that wild self of yours, right? That person. And you could give them <laughs> advice, right? And you could say, hey, listen, let me tell you something. This is going to help you along this journey to get to the present that we're at now. What advice <laughs> would you give your younger self? Trust the process. Freaking relax, man. Like, And go after what you're passionate about all the time. Like, Don't take breaks from that because all of a sudden you get an obstacle in the way. Like now I feel like now I get excited about obstacles. Um, I listen to a lot of speakers and, um, one of my favorite things I listened to was one day I was listening to Jocko Willings and he was like, he was talking about how anytime an obstacle gets thrown in your way, good. Now you can do this. Good. Now you can do this. And, uh, so now I try and see obstacles in that way. But when I was young, um, I, I definitely let obstacles feel much more like mountains that I couldn't seem to figure out how to get over. Um, so I, I would say trust the process. Um, let's see, embrace obstacles that come your way because typically they're going to allow you to grow in ways that you wouldn't have planned for. You know, if, 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 2020 hadn't happened or if COVID-19 hadn't happened, I wouldn't have time with my children that I do right now that I've literally never had as a mom with my, with our kids. Um, we would have never considered going virtual and being able to train people in, in other ways. Um, we would have never, I mean, there's, there's so many things that like, if we can look at obstacles in the right way and stop and think about how this is going to benefit me versus how much of an inconvenience this is. I think, I think that would be the big one. And then again, like I said, never, 
never sell out and try and do something you don't love because if you don't love it, um, not, not, this is going to sound funny. I feel like when I do what I love, I can be, I, I like, this isn't like an egotistical thing, but when I do what I love, I am exceptional. Right. I like, because I'm getting to help other people and because I get to like, because I'm so passionate about it, I will fly full force and just be like, it's going to be amazing. Um, if I'm doing something I'm not passionate about, I'll be good, but I'll be closer to what I think is a lot of people's mediocre because they're not doing what they love. I love that answer that you should follow your passion and not be afraid to take risks. What is your best advice that you want to give to our audience besides following your passion and <laughs> not being able to take risks? I mean, that, I mean, that would be the probably said that take the risk. The food's always going to be on the table. If you go into things with the right attitude, if you go into things with the plan and the motivation, the right plan and the right motivation to help others and to grow at the same time, you're going to always have what you need. There's going to be tough times, but again, that's those tough times are what allow us to grow and be stronger and, and realize that like, uh, that, that we can handle any other tough times. You know, the things that seem like the toughest times, once you beat those, the, the next thing isn't so bad. Um, so, so make the moves, keep going, stick to it, pay attention to the red lights and the green lights, because I feel like the universe will let you know, like when you're making the right moves versus the wrong moves. Um, if, if you feel like trust your gut, always trust your gut. Cause you're going to know when you're making the right move, you're going to know if maybe you started by making the right move because it was a growing experience, but now it's time to move on, move on whether that's an unhealthy relationship or an unhealthy job that where, where you're going and you don't feel passionate about it, or you're working around people who don't appreciate you for who you are. Um, like know when to cut, cut ties, know when to move forward, know when to progress. Don't procrastinate when, when you can feel it inside that you need to make a move, move on it. So Sarah, there are two books that popped into my head as you said that one is you use the term green lights and that's by Matthew McConaughey. I don't know if you've read that book or even knew it. Came no, out, but, but I wrote, love Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And he, started he just wrote a book called light. green lights and really? it's like, yeah, it's an autobiography. He kept journals for, I think it was 35 years and then put a bunch of cool stories into it and better than the book. I've only done it is the audiobook because he narrates it and he's obviously a great actor. So he yeah. acts out a lot of parts in it and like retells stories like an actor would tell them. And so it's really great. So if you like audiobooks, check that out, Green Lights. And the other okay. one, if you've not heard of it, or uh, is you kept saying the term over and over, which is by Ryan Holiday, The Obstacle is the Way. It's called, oh. it's called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. So check that out if you're curious. Um, yeah, absolutely. For the people for the people who have been listening to you and would be curious of how to get in touch or how to participate in any of your online stuff or come visit your gym, uh, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Um, you can shoot me an email and it's pretty easy. Sarah M S A R A M at wildstylegym.com. All one word. W I L D S T Y L E gym gym.com um or you can give me a call at 360-926-3988 thank you so much sarah it was a pleasure having you on our podcast i Thanks love having you share to learn more about ivy and the cia go to 
ivyandthecia.com. To learn more about Dan Crum, go to dancrum.com.